Hello everyone this is your host KK I'm super excited to let you know that I've launched my first book called Why Me First it's available on amazon.com I'm putting the link in the show notes click the link grab your copy today there is a free gift for everyone inside the book may I also request you to please leave me a review that would mean the world to me thank you so much imagine celebrating your success going on holidays having bonfire on the beach with your loved ones unfortunately most entrepreneurs experience burnout within the first year but what is it that makes others succeed i'm your host tajul khurana call me kk join me as we have fireside chats with experts who have insider secrets around how to rest rejuvenate recharge and be bonfire entrepreneurs once again welcome to be bonfire entrepreneurs with your host kajal khurana you can call me kk our newest guest today is the founder of sharing knowledge international in 2019 he was recognized as one of the 100 most influential young africans he became a holder of the prestigious the diana award and won the most outstanding delegate award at global golf model united nations how amazing is that wow he is julio maria welcome to our show julio hey kk thank you very much for such a great introduction i'm super happy to be here today with you guys thank you it's an honor so julio please introduce yourself and tell our audience who julio maria is yes sure so i'm from mozambique it's a country in southeast africa i was born and raised here and i was just a regular kid nothing to crazy or special happen in my life and i it was when i was in university where i was just about to finish my degree and i realized that oh my god i didn't have a job <laughs> i didn't have any sort of next thing to do and alongside with my one of my closest friend we decided to create a technical vocational training program for underserved youth in Mozambique and that was my first business ever but as many entrepreneurs know if you start a business and if you don't have a mentor if you don't have uh, someone to help you with strategy pretty soon I-, i found myself making tough decisions and everyone was telling me oh julie did you like have such a great mindset that decision was so right and i was like what I- i'm just trying to survive how dear I'm- i have no clue what i'm doing and to give everyone a context when this was 2015 we didn't know anything about having mentors about having a coach we like those words were not even words in Mozambique so it was pretty tough i decided with my co-founder there was going to go uh, and have a job where i could have all the business experience in order to grow our business and that's why i did i end up joining a Mozambican company focused on entrepreneurship and innovation and i learned so much from that i learned how to really help people to start and grow their own companies i learned a lot of strategies to grow my own business i got to manage one of the top tier incubation programs here in Mozambique and it was in 2009 when i was like I've accomplished so much. I got a bunch of awards, as you mentioned, but inside I was really empty. I was lacking direction. It was like, 
why am I doing all of those things? Yeah. And I took a step back to really reevaluate and to come to really get in tune with my own purpose and decide what my legacy will look like. And that's how sharing knowledge came to be. I decided that it was time for not only Mozambique and Africa to have a taste of what I have to offer, but for really everyone everywhere to have like the journey of following their dreams much more easier and not so lonely and scary as most people are going through right now. Wow, very interesting and inspiring, I would say. So you're very young. You came out of yeah. your degree, you started your business, and then after a few years, you realized you wanted more, and you know you yeah. started corporate. It's a very interesting journey. So are you trying to tell us that you started everything, but your why was not clear? Not at all. Like when I started my first business, it was just about making money and paying my bills. <laughs> that was it. It right. was not like changing the world, helping people. It was just like, how do I make money? Right. And, and you did, thing, right? You did. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. I did. And the program was super successful. Like, and I was delivering workshops from 7 a.m. till 5 p.m. all day, every day, like five days a week. But in six months, I had to train other trainers because we just had so much people coming in. Many other businesses really grew up. And I guess one of the things that really struck me in the beginning was I wanted to go into this business to teach marketing because I was super in love with marketing in university. And I thought, you know what? Everyone will love it. We did around 500 uh, surveys. And I'm not even joking. Less than five people were interested in marketing like my heart was completely broken and everyone wanted to learn basic english and you know icts hardware and software basic hr management and i was sitting with my co-founder and he wanted to give accounting lesson but also i guess it was like less than 10 people interested and he was like so why are you going to do no one wants to learn the things that you want to teach and i was like Dude, we have a vision, right? We want to make money. We want to pay our bills. If this is what it takes, let's put our egos aside and focus on what people really need. So let's not put our egos before our vision. And really, that was the first sort of insight that we got around what actually means for you to take a business and actually launch an idea. Right. right? So uh, it's not that what you want to give them. It's actually what your audience want, right? Yeah, I will say that it's 80% what your audience wants and 20% what you want, right? Because you still need to sort of love what you're going to do. Otherwise, you won't be able to do it in the long term. Right. Very insightful, actually, to be very honest. It's not easy to put your ego aside and say, okay, <laughs> let's, you know, not move in this direction, but take the other direction. It is very hard, especially if you're young and you're aspiring your ego plays hard on you. So what were your challenges when you were going through this? Well, a few. First of all, I was doing my business with my friend. And I think like a history that we we listen a lot was that if friends start a business, they end up becoming just business party and not friends. Um, oh, I thought you would say. Was a friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like every story was like, you know, starting a business like a marriage. If you do it with a friend, then will money will come in the in between of you two. We'll sort of lose your friendships. And I was like, you know, dude, I love you to that. You're my brother. I don't want to lose your friendship. So we make this deal that every at least two weeks we'll sit down together, have a couple of beers, and just discuss what was good what was bad what's kind of like breaking a deal for us too to really make sure that there was no tension between us right that was one of the main things that we did and it wasn't easy i remember one time i guess it was one in the second cohort that he just came into i was giving a workshop he came into it and he asked the students like so how is the lesson is going and i was like dude you have no clue what does it mean to deliver a workshop like i'm the training manager how like why are you coming here to my class asking my students how are they going, right? I'm not your employee. And I was so pissed off. 
um, of course I didn't say that during the you know, right. during the session but then afterwards I told him that and he was like dude I genuinely just wanted to connect with these students <laughs> I, mm. I don't doubt that you were great you know every survey will tell that I was the best monitor or the best teacher that they had so I wasn't worried about that I literally just wanted to connect with these students mm. so if you have a co-founder like making sure that you have a clear communication with them it's super vital because a lot of the times you might get offended with things that they never thought to offend you in the first place. So that was one. The other one was around managing a team. As you mentioned, I'm super young. I'm 25 years old, if everyone is questioning that. But part of some of our, not only students, but part of our team, they were way older than me. So I found that first in the beginning, I really have to show them that I know what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I knew that I had the experience, that I had the results, that I was able to not only uh, keep momentum, but to create that momentum so that it will not only respect me, but also feel comfortable enough to share their ideas, knowing that I will always praise if the ideas was on my was them, to really create that confidence environment with my team and to my students as well. Right. I understand completely because people who are older might think, okay, you don't have enough experience, right? Even if you have yeah. innovative ideas, you're more <laughs> creative. They might think, okay, you're still younger to us. So let us lead you. But I believe, you know, uh, maturity is not about age. Maturity is about how you deal with things. You know, it's it's very interesting that you are saying this openly because most of the people say, oh, I have great partner. We are opposites. You know, I'm cool. He's hard. And, you know, I'm introvert. He's an extrovert. I'm good at this. But you are, you are being very honest that it wasn't yeah. easy for you to have your friend as a partner, which most of us face, you know. So you had this experience. And if aspiring young entrepreneurs like you want to have yeah. partnerships, what advice would you give them, do's and don'ts? Oh, yeah. So first things, uh, even when I go into discovery calls with potential clients or partners, is be honest. Like the first thing you want to do is be really honest about your intention, about what you're expecting to have out of that partnership. That's one. And two, make sure that you are delivering value. Right, like if throughout this podcast I was just selling my products and services, no one will take any value out of it, right? But if I'm genuinely sharing my message, if I'm genuinely thinking about, you know, if I were in your shoes, what are the things that I wanted to know? What are the like the ticks and tricks um, that really will make or break my business? Then you are you will be able to make much more powerful connections with the other parts. So be honest and make sure that you are delivering value. And if you're honest about your intention, the other party will feel more inclined to meet your expectations, right? And the third will be, be open to new possibilities. Because a lot of the time, they might have an expectation, but the other part might not be as inclined to support you or not available to support you in the way that you were expecting. But if you're open to collaborating something new, you might still generate some sort of value to your business. So that's like my three golden rules around partnerships. Mm-hmm. And if something doesn't go on right now, be open to make it work in the future, right? Things doesn't have to be, especially with young people, you know, we are always about fast food and like having things fast. Things that doesn't have to be immediate all the time. So allow relationships to evolve throughout the process. Right. Be patient, you're trying to say. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, be patient. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. I said this in a previous <laughs> podcast as well. Young people or young generation doesn't have any patience. Thanks no. to technology, because everything is available at the click, at the click. So you think you yeah. need answers, you need <laughs> results, you know, as fast as the click of that button. So tell us who is your ideal teacher or mentor? 
Ooh, so I got the question asked a lot of time. Uh, first really? of all, if I'm here today, yeah, it's only because I have mentors to support me along the way. I'm a mentor, but if I'm to deliver value to my mentees, I have to have mentors as well. Everyone is struggling in a different area. My personal mentoring system is actually a bit different than most people. I don't have one person. What I do is that I divided my life in 12 categories. I use my own methodology called Life Circle, but you can Google uh, like the Wheel of Life. It's a great sort of... Uh, scan to your life so you can see different areas of your life from business, spirituality, health, relationships, um, everything. And then I pick at least three people for every single one of those areas. So for instance, when it comes down to how I express myself and how I deliver my message, Oprah, it's a huge, huge inspiration. Oh, I love her. <laughs> right? I love but her. The thing with Oprah is that she's so amazing, but she's like a billion steps ahead of me. I know. And unaffordable. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. So I often have an, an inspirational mentor. There's someone who reminds me that, hey, this is possible. Right. Like this is your end goal when it comes down to expression. And if like you mentioned, right, I don't have enough money to have Oprah to be my direct mentor, but I can still follow her in social media. Absolutely. Right? Like I subscribe to every single Soul Sunday episode. I watch Soul Sunday episode on YouTube. You know, every motivational talk that Oprah gives, I probably watch it already. Right. right? So that's a way that you can connect with your inspirational mentor. They're very good at showing you that really your dream life, it's possible. Mm. Then I focus on having a more relatable mentor. This is someone that is just two to three steps ahead of me, you know, so they can really and fastly, you know, relate with what I'm going through right now because there was them last year or five years ago, Absolutely. maximum. Right. And they can literally tell me, you know what, when I was in that spot, I did A, B, C, and D. And mm. I can go ahead, do those things and break through easily. And then I also make sure that I have a mentee because once, you know, you focus on teaching other people what you've done allows you to really just consolidate your learnings. You become a much better effective communicator and listener. And you also get to be aware of what's coming next. You know, you get to know the latest trends and what the next generation is thinking. And as a business, a business person, that's like, that's gold nuggets right there. Right. Interesting. Yeah. I also agree with you, you know, having uh, mentors like Oprah and um, my favorite is definitely Oprah, Tony Robbins as well. And I like what yeah. you just mentioned, you know, learning from people who are just few years ahead of you, like Tony Robbins yeah. always says, decades of experience in days, like because he has decades of experience and he yeah. can teach people in few days. So you can, yeah. you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can yeah. learn them, learn from them faster and reach your goals faster. Yeah. Very interesting. So what's your favorite quote from Oprah or from some other mentor? It actually, it's not even a quote. It's just the way that Oprah thinks that everything is possible. And I believe that she shared that when she was a kid, she really believed that God was her father, like literally. And that gave her kind of like the confidence to do whatever she wanted to do. And that's something that I always remember myself that, you know, everything is possible. You just have to be willing to put in the work to make it work. But it is possible. You are protected. You are safe. And I guess that's attitude that I really value on Oprah. Right. Because I also say impossible itself says I am possible. If you read the spelling of impossible, it says I am possible. <laughs> yeah. I've made a post also about it a few weeks back on LinkedIn. Very interesting. I'm very yeah. impressed. So Julio, this is most of the time we have. So what is one piece of advice you would want to give young entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs like you yourself? Yeah. <laughs> sure. So, you know, when you're studying out, it's 100% common you don't have all the answers. 
and I found that it's way more interested instead of trying to find out what's the next thing to do or like the whole strategy ahead, focus on what's the person you want to become because our identity isn't fixed and you don't want to just have the strategies and implement them and feel like an imposter or, you know, a completely a lie. So focus on the person you are becoming every day and you'll find out that the next step will almost magically show itself to you. Wow, beautiful. Change is the only constant thing in life. Interesting. (laughs) So please tell our listeners, where can they find you? Yeah, sure. So I'm on social media. You can find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Julio Mujoro. That's J-U-L-I-O-M-U. H-O-R-R-O, or you can find my company, Sharing Knowledge International, on LinkedIn. And I would love to connect with you over there. Awesome. I'm going to put those details in our show notes. It was amazing talking to you, Julio. Have a great day. Thank you for having me, KK. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Do you know, fragrance remains in the hands that gives rose. Would you please share this episode with your entrepreneur friends so we can help each other escape burnout, increase productivity and achieve our goals faster. Also, let me know what topics you want me to cover in our future episodes at info at bodymindsolution.com. Would you please take a moment to rate and review this show? That would mean the world to me. And yes, don't forget to subscribe. This is your host, KK. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.